Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. I, I'm not sure if Lisa's here, so I'm going to check and, make, and see because uh, we've, been, we've been out of not doing our show for a couple weeks, but it's good to be back, and hopefully um, uh, she's here and, uh, or she'll be here. And how's everybody doing? I hope you guys are doing well um, and, and have enjoyed yourself. It's Mother's Day coming up. Um, so I'm excited about that. And there's Lisa. Hold on. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Hi, Tree. I've missed you so very much. Oh, I missed you too. So anyway, uh, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad we're both back. So we've had a bit of a sabbatical, uh, or, or some time off and that was good for me. And, and then some certain things happened that kept us from doing the show, but it's all good. So anyway, how's everything in your world? You know, things are really good in my world. I am honestly, I wake up every morning and I just thank the dear Lord for allowing me to get out of bed and walk my dog and enjoy the world as it is. So, yes, very grateful. Girl? How, How are you? I'm great. And how's your little girl I'm doing, your little puppy? She's doing really well. Thank you for asking. So, yes, she is going into her fifth month um, of recovery after her second leg surgery. So she's doing really, really well. We are very pleased. She's starting to, like, put her paws up on, like, the windowsill. She's trying to jump, although sometimes she can't really make it all the way. But she's doing really, really (laughs) well, Therese. Thank you so much for asking. Yes, we love her so much. I know I got two of them here. I love with all my heart. So my my little one is a French bulldog, and she uh, they can't control their body temperature. <clears throat> when I put her in bed at night, she's got to wear something on her, okay, to keep her warm. So, uh, and if I don't do that, she's going to be like going down at the bottom of of her blankets and all of that. So I make sure I get it done. Aww. you know. So uh, yeah, she's a cutie. So, but uh, today, uh, and I talked about this before. Here's a couple things I want to talk about, and I'm gonna. I want to talk about the gifts of the spirit, but I would like to do that next week. What are the gifts of the spirit? Do you believe in that? I mean, it's in the Bible. I'm assuming you do. Yes, I absolutely do. Okay, uh, and if you did, if you did, I'm like, oh, that's okay. We'll we'll figure it out. So, um, but uh, yeah, I've got I got that at about fifteen ten minutes ago. So next week we're going to talk about the gifts of the Spirit, and that's gifts that God gives us. Actually, uh, Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit gives them to us, and God God does too because they're all three, one and the same. But I'm going to talk about that, and Lisa and I will talk about it next week, and I know you guys will enjoy it. And then you're going to say, well, what gifts is mine? And I'm going to share with you some things that you can do to figure that out. Um, so why am I talking about that? Well, I'm going to talk about it next week, but I will, there's a story that goes with it, and you don't want to miss it. So if you listen uh, now, now, uh, today or, you know, over the week or whatever, then trust me, I'll, I'll reveal that to you next week when we talk about it, okay? So, and, and, and you'll understand uh, or you have a, a nice new beginning understanding about the gifts of the Spirit. A lot of people don't know about them, but there are gifts, and God gives them to us. How cool is that, Right. And uh, so on that note, I wanted to talk about God becoming best friends with God, having a great relationship with him. And I'm going to use the word him 
uh, I personally think God is energy, like a big, it's amazing energy. Uh, that's how I see God, um, you know, but we're made in his image. So, and I truly believe that. And so when we say that we're made in his image and he is our friend, uh, what does that mean to to you? Uh, and the, I'm asking those who are listening to the show now or later, and, and Lisa too. So when we're made in his image, one of the things that I do know is that we like socialization. We like to be socialized with people, and God does too. So that's a, that's how we are, okay? And uh, God's got this amazing imagination. Did you know, I, I, read this, I read this a couple times. God created the world in six days and rested on the seventh, right? And he has got Absolutely. one heck of a, I know, he's got one heck of a work ethic, all right? And he rested on the seventh. And then the other, uh, and that's cool, uh, the other thing is is that uh, he's got a great imagination. I mean, there was, the, what is that, subverse? the uh, earth was about form and void. There's nothing here. So in six days, he made it all work, uh, which I think that's amazing. So that's just a couple of things, and I'll talk about more. But what do you think, Lisa? How do you how do you perceive or see God as you know and becoming his his friend? Or I'm gonna use the word he, he. As I said, I think it's more of a big energy, and we're made in His image and and that kind of thing. But what's your thoughts on that? You know, Tree. Here's the thing with my relationship with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit is is just that um, unbridled trust because you have to believe in something that you can't see. And knowing that the Holy Trinity, which is how I refer to them as, and I think you do as well, the Holy Trinity is in our life for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. So when we focus on things in life that might not always come to us and do for us what we want. We have to trust our faith. Those things will happen when it's time. So, yes, I mean, I do have a, a very close relationship with the Holy Trinity. I'm very blessed to have um, grown into that relationship. It's taken me a while. While I always thought that, you know, I had a good relationship with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, I, I really do think as a human being that it takes almost, I mean, I don't want to say a catastrophic experience, but it almost takes us to be in a bad spot before we really understand and believe in what the power of the Holy Trinity can do for us. Okay. What do you think? I, I I like that about the Holy Trinity, but here's what I'm working on, okay, for me. All right, now other people are different. I want to, because, you know, we go, oh, let's worship God. Let's do the hallelujah. And I like, I think that's very necessary. But you know what? I say, God, he, <laughs> we're talking, because God will talk to me. My dad goes, you guys have this special relationship. I said, I think we all can feel that you have to work at it. And so yeah. rather than being being in transactional God, right, do this, I'll do this, whatever, I said, I get up in the morning and I go, I find two things that I like about God, okay? And uh, um, 
And so he has a lot of irony. All right, and I'll share that with you. Not, probably not today, but if I do, I'll have, I'll have time. But he has he does things and has a lot of irony. And I'm going to share this with you, okay? He had the children of Israel. He had gotten them away from the Egyptians, right? And uh, God led him out of out of the Egyptian uh, bondage. And so uh, they're they're walking, and uh, and he goes, and then God said. He says, how are we supposed to get across this ocean or this river? He said, I'll show you, you know. And then all of a sudden, and the Egyptians were behind him, and all of a sudden the, it split into the, the water did, and they went down the middle and had no mud on them at all, okay? And I, and I thought, well, that's ironic, right? No mud. And then the Egyptians, they tried to do the same thing. They drowned. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, God's got a sense of humor. Well, not that that's funny. Okay, but that's ironic, right? So if they can do it, we can do it too. And uh, competitive. Yeah. That's yeah. So and then uh, one time, uh, irony here. It, and as I said, I have a lot of respect for God. He is my my heavenly Father. But the he the uh, Israelis were out in the desert as they they stayed out there for what forty years. And uh, they were out there in the desert, and they started, they were getting bored, and they were grumbling. And and uh, uh, Moses told them, he said, he talked to God, he said, they're grumbling. He goes, I know they're grumbling. He said, he goes, I get that. I hear them. And uh, I think that's funny. And he said, I'm not laughing because I think that it's sad, but you gotta, you got to say, God, you have got a sense of humor. So they built an idol to worship, right? And this is a little bit of time ago. So God, you know, they they got, you know, um, Moses and his brother got him to drop the idol and 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 they went went on their way. But uh, when they started grumbling and they started bitching and moaning about what they didn't have, um, they uh, God made it so that they had all these snakes come into their into into um, the desert and started biting them and, and killing them. And, uh, and, uh, God said to tell that he goes, tell them if they just look on the snake and build, build the snake, uh, he got, so Moses built the snake and he said, just as they look at the snake, uh, he goes, they, they, they will not die. And so what happened was, is those who looked on the snake and he told them that they didn't die and they, they moved on, but a lot of them died that day, day. And I thought to myself when I read that, because I read, I read the Bible, and, and I was like, wow, how, how ironic God is when they wanted to worship a, as they wanted to worship a, a snake or, or, you know, something, an idol. God said, now you're going to have to look on it and ask uh, and believe and, you know, and look on it, and then you won't be, you won't die. And I, to me, I was like, that's a little bit of ironic irony there. Do you think that at all? I mean, I do. Uh, they, you know, a little bit, a few chapters earlier, he, uh, they were, they were dying because they looked at the snake. I mean, they were dying, um, and then that when they looked at the snake, they were saved. And uh, um, you know, and and the golden snake, it wasn't whatever. And so, um, it wasn't an idol, but it was something that God did to catch their attention and to get them to quit grumbling. Right? Nobody likes to be around grumblers. I don't, you know, it's not a deal. They need a little personal development, so God gave it to them. 
What do you think about that, Lisa? Oh, gosh, you know, there are so many analogies that you can take away from that story or that situation. Right. You know, honestly, you know, it's like when you start to worship things that are not providing faith and foundation or, you know, like it takes you away from the spiritual side of God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, then that becomes trouble. So the snakes were trouble, you know, for these people. And they I killed I them. Totally, they died. A lot of them did. You know. Right. And then yeah. And then God saved them. Say, look at that. Look at look at the uh, look at the thing that uh, Moses built, and you know it was a. So don't worry about the time. It's it's okay. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I thought that was that was ironic. Okay. So, um, but I think God has a little bit of a t- sense of humor there, you know. And when you die, and you know, I know that. Mostly, I, I'm assuming because they, you know, God, they believed in God to come out of Israel and trusted. And, uh, you know, sometimes our faith gets a little weary, like you said. And uh, so I'm sure whoever died, I'm not sure, but I'm sure that uh, I want I want to say that they're, they're in heaven, right? You know, um, because they, uh, you know, they did this. Back then they didn't have Jesus, but they had to do things differently. And then when Jesus came, that all changed. Um, but yeah, I I was telling my dad about that. I love God and it's sense of humor sometimes. Not that people die, right? But you got to think, wow, you you got to look at it. You got to look at something like a, like a snake where you would worship them then before. Now you got to just look at them because you know God's going to give you life if you do, right? How right. cool is that? Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Firmly believe in that. Yes. Yeah. So. That's uh, something. And then, like I said, I find two things I like about God every day. Uh, I do. And uh, so uh, the other day I go, I love your imagination. That guy, that God, our God, has one heck of an imagination. I mean, uh, he created this world in six days, as I said. And, and uh, you know, he is amazing. He's learned how to not he's, – he's always known how to change weather. And he's also has known doing the miracles. And uh, and he doesn't do them to show in the sense of showing. I like it that he's humble about it. God is, is super humble, I think. Now, he can be God and be uh, get upset, but he knows he is also very humble. And, and that's a quality that I think that we all need to embrace. What's your thoughts on that, right? Being humble? I like that. Oh. That, you know, to me, Tree, that is one of the most important characteristics in a human being is being humble because it represents where you've come from and where you are. You know, we all have successes, but we all have failures. And if we can't look at our failures as helping us to be successful, then to me, that's a sign of challenging our value system, our foundation, and our humbleness. Because for me, I have to be able to show that I am where I am from the people and the surroundings that have helped me. I don't know anybody in life that has been as successful as they are without a community of people. So humbleness to me, is just a huge factor in who you are and what has created you. But that's just me. Right. I mean, other people might feel different. I just think 
being humble is, is a very, um, uh, what do I want to say? It's a, um, it's a characteristic that I think holds a lot of, of truth and a lot of value. And because it's going to only going to help you in a relationship, whether it's with God and the angels or if it's, if it's with another human being. It's just humbleness is, is big for me. Well, I, I love, yeah, humbleness is, is wonderful and it's important. Um, and that doesn't mean you know, let somebody be a doormat because you don't need to do that. But, true. You Absolutely. Know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that, that's true too as well. So, um, and also, uh, you know, getting angry. Um, is it okay to be angry? Because, you know, we have some of those emotions, anger and, and all that. I think anger directed, like, I think Jesus was in the temple, right? And he got upset because they were yeah. selling pigeons and all that, right? So um, what, did he have a right to be angry? I do think he did, right? So you choose your times, right, or or however you want to say it. But, um, yeah, amazing. So I, that's that's one thing I like about uh, Jesus and God and, and um, you know, that they are uh, they are, pe- uh, are beings that have um, emotions, okay, I don't want to say emotions, but have what we do, right? They, they get upset. They want the best for everybody. And, um, and you know, and, and Holy Spirit, uh, I think he is the least recognized of all the Trinity at times. But uh, I was reading something about him the other day, and he said, listen, he goes, I'm here, you know, God, and he said, if Christ didn't go home, I wouldn't be here. But, God, you know, Christ, uh, you know, and I love this about Jesus. Jesus said, hey, I'm going to send somebody in my place, and that's going to help you. And so all you have to do is uh, ask, uh, ask him in your heart, right? And, you know, spirit, and this is cool, because Holy Spirit will lead you to God and Jesus. So it'll lead you to accept Jesus, and people don't realize that. Um, but he comes in, he says, hey, I want to help you out here because what you're looking for is right up here or right ahead or open this Bible and listen or whatever. And or go and, and the Holy Spirit will lead you to where you need to go to accept Jesus, you know. And um, I like that. That's something that people don't really talk about so much. But Holy Spirit is the one that leads us to Jesus. Did you know that? That's really cool. I mean, honestly, I love hearing that analogy, and I love hearing the the correlation, you know, between the Holy Spirit and Jesus and and God. I mean, I just think it's it's so important to have all three factors in our lives and our daily life. It, it's huge. That's just me. Right. Yeah, it's huge. I agree, I agree with you on it, that as well. So. Um, that's, uh, I love that. And so, you know, I, um, uh, and I know that to be real, but, uh, you know, Holy Spirit, um, will lead you, lead you, give you some wonderful things. Also, a lot of the heavenly gifts that you have are coming from the Holy Spirit. Now they're all three the same, but Holy Spirit is the one that, that, uh, will give a lot of these gifts out. I'm not sure about all, and I'll find that out. But they're, they're different types of gifts. And um, so he, and and you want to know which one you have? Well, the most important thing to, to be is that the way you get to, uh, access to them is when you become a believer yourself. And um, then you have access to the Holy Spirit 
and well, not only the Holy Spirit, but Jesus and God. And you have Holy Spirit will come to you, to you while you're in trying to figure out what's going on and what to do next. But <clears throat> Holy Spirit is also one that helps you find your gift. Okay, and God gives them to us all, right? And they, He gives us the I'm going to use the word supernatural, like the gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues. Uh, he also gives the gift of love, the gift of mercy, the gift of being a teacher, a preacher. You know, uh, those are just some of them. And um, one of the things that 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 I find uh, ironic, you know, and God is ironic. <laughs> irony. I love God. He's character. Uh, but one of the things that I love about him is that, uh, um, you know, he he doesn't. He doesn't wait. He just says, listen, if you are, if you have a talent in something, like maybe yours is organization, you know, or, or maybe it's cooking. And he said, then I'm going to, I will give you those talents and then you can build on them, right? But that could be one of your gifts. So uh, I thought that was interesting. I, I know that not my, one of my gifts is not cooking, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) You know, uh, but I, I think I found mine, so we'll see. Uh, I ask because uh, to get a total healing like I'm looking for or expecting or knowing I'm going to have, uh, it was to understand these, these uh, gifts of the Spirit. So I didn't really understand them until pretty recently, but I'm glad I do, you know, because uh, it's, it's so amazing and everything. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I, I feel. So how about you, Lisa? Um, do you have any idea what your gift would be, organization, um, or you know, something like that? I, I, I've been told from a couple different people, you know, in my close circle of friends, that I have a gift of wisdom, and I'm not there sure like where that where that comes from. Um, I, I want to say that my grandmother has gifted me the gift of wisdom because she had. So much, um, she had so many words and thoughts that were guidance to me that I didn't really appreciate at the time. But looking back on it and reflecting on our conversations, I, I do see that she was a book of wisdom for me in my life. And to know that I am seen by others in my circle of friends and acquaintances as having wisdom is an honor and I, I I take that with the utmost respect to my grandmother. So Aww, wisdom nice. you know is what well thank you. I mean wisdom is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So I do I treasure that. Um and and I think wisdom is something that we all gain in time through experience. So yes, you know when agree. when you know, think about raising our children and we tell them, you know, what not to do or what to do or, you know, advising them certain things. And they don't necessarily always agree with what we're advising, but we know from experience, which then translates to wisdom according to my lifestyle, is what they're going to eventually learn from. You know, think about, you know, your, you and your daughter, you know, things that you've learned, you know, through your own life experience has given you the guidance to share with her. 
And same with me. You know, any of us that are parents that are helping to guide our children, whether they're young or adults or what have you, you know, we only share what we can because we've been there. And if we haven't been there, we know somebody who has. So I just think that it's all this like revolving door. It's a revolving door of learning and accepting and understanding. And only until you're in a position can you understand and appreciate the guidance that's been given to you. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. So, and uh, also, I think uh, I want to give you a couple qualities that, um, too, is I think that God is super smart and patient. He is super mm-hmm. patient. And yeah. uh, I think that's something I really appreciate because I don't know, uh, you know, I, my parents, my mom was pretty patient, my dad not so much, um, but he was good in other ways. And uh, um, and I struggle with patience myself sometimes. Just ask my dogs. I'm like, go lay down, right? Because they drive me crazy. And uh, but, you know, <laughs> but three, we're human. I mean, seriously, we're all human. And and I think that's yeah. one facet that we need to remind ourselves of. Jesus was human when he was on this earth. He took human form, so he experienced all of the emotions that we all are experiencing now, right? Yeah, and he had all the temptations. He didn't. He didn't sin, but I was like, I, I told him. I said, "Boy, I go. If I were you, I would have been over the well drinking the wine or whatever. However that happened, right? Because the wine was good back then, and and you know, because Jesus liked wine. You know that, right? So, uh, right. And uh, yeah, he did. He does. I'm sure he still does. So, I I uh, I'm ex- I'm excited about the idea of coming closer because I've decided to make them all my friends. And, um, you know, and I, I find things that are funny. I go, did you really mean it like that? I sure did. <laughs> it's all good. So, um, yeah. Uh, but I have a great respect. And, of course, I adore God and Jesus and Holy Spirit. I do. And I'm careful with that. But I also know that I want to know them intimately. And um, so the way to do that is you ask questions. And you find things that you like about them that without them asking you or whatever. Because or, they get, I'm going to say it like this, I feel they get everybody's always doing the hallelujah. And, and I want to I be blessed by you, God. And I've asked the same thing. But how many of us say, hey, you know what I like about you, God? Jesus, Holy Spirit, I like your shoes. All right? I like them. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, right? And, uh, what I, you know, whatever, I like the colors that you wear or you don't wear or whatever. And, uh, um, I remember one time God came and I was like, uh, I was talking to someone about Jesus and accepting him. And when I saw God, I was like, I, he was in this beautiful robe and it had all these symbols on it, uh, that I've never seen. And, uh, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. So I want, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask him what they are and then I'm going to have breakfast and lunch and dinner with them for a while, okay? But they don't eat in heaven. We don't have a weight problem. They're just saying that. <laughs> so good. Oh, um, that's but, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyway, I I um, I was talking to him the other day. I'll share this with you. And I said, I said, um, God, I said, I'm going to go have some coffee. What do you drink? Because you would understand it best as clouds. I'm going to have a go, go have a cup of clouds. I go, well, okay, I like that, right? <laughs> anyway, 
I said, when I get to heaven, I'd like to have a couple of files with you. How about that, right? So anyway, he's he's very humorous, you know, for me, you know, and and everything. But he can, yeah, God can be what you what you're looking for. Okay, as long as it's heavenly and and you know and and wholesome and all those things, which God can never be anything else but that. But I I like that. You know, so we're about out of time, and I've just talked so much. I apologize because you don't do, usually try not to do that, but um, it was fun today. Oh, uh, no, this was yeah. great. Thank you for your insight. This has been amazing. I've le- I always learn from you, Therese, so I'm, I'm very grateful and blessed to have this opportunity, oh. and I hope that our listeners feel the same way. I learn from you. I do, and so, yeah, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good uh, mesh, mesh, right? That's what I say. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. All right, so um, do you want to say a prayer? Or do you want me to? It doesn't matter to me. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, dear God, dear Jesus, dear Holy Spirit, and all God's angels, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here with uh, Lisa and myself. And thank you for helping us with our next show with the uh, gifts from God. And I know it's here, they're here to help others, uh, other believers. So help us with that. And thank you so very much for being here. And uh and help us with everything that we're doing here and to keep you as number one. And we say, in Jesus' name we pray, amen, and so it is. Amen. Thank you so much for that beautiful prayer. All right, my dear, I'll catch up with you later, okay? Take care, everybody. Sounds great. Bye-bye.